Welcome to the Code of Kings. I'm here with you and I, and my name is Alec. <laughs> and. At all? Yeah. <laughs> good. That's You're good. fired. Anyway. <laughs> Fellas, how are we? Michael? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. That's good. All right, so recapping from a big session we did two weeks ago, boys, was how many people didn't like their jobs in the world, according to Gallup University studies? 87%. 87%. That's a lot, hey? So that means 13% of people in the world actually find their jobs fulfilling. So my question to you guys is... How are you going to make sure that you're not part of the 87%? How, how are we going to differ? How are you guys going to make sure that, yeah, I'm not just, I hate my job, it pays the bills, but... Yeah. Can anyone start the conversation with us? What, what's your thoughts? i got a bit of a starting point. Yeah. Why do you think people might not like their jobs? What are some reasons? Point. Anyone? Because their boss is a dick. <laughs> I've, that, that is pretty common from what I'm aware of. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone else? Come on. What would make that stat so real? 87% of people um, don't like treat it. You treat you unfairly. Yeah. Jobs treat you unfairly. How, how do they treat you unfairly, do you think? They pay enough money. That's a really good one. That's a great one. Well done, mate. Yeah. But how much is enough money? <laughs> <laughs> What, why do people get jobs? To pay bills. Yeah, what else? Is it just to pay bills? To live a basic life. Yeah. Yeah, so there's, there's a cost of living, right? And so people get jobs in order to meet that cost of living. Mm. So right away that's not a good starting point for something that you actually enjoy because from the start you're often doing it because you have to, right? Yeah. Mm. Do you guys have a dream job? Anyone? Yeah. What's yeah, yours? Tell us about it. Yeah. Fitter and turner. Fitter and turner. Is that and a car thing? Is that mechanics or what is it? Tell us. Oh, mechanics and diesel engineering and all that. And all that? And all that. Cool. Interior design as well? Yeah. Yeah, sure. <laughs> where did you get that from? Where, where did the option, there's a billion options out there to be anything, right? Yeah. Why that? Why is that for you? Because it interests me in what I do, and um, mum and dad. Say that last part again. With mum and dad, I do it mum and dad home, so it gives me a bit of an interest. Cool. So would you say that your family would be a big influence with that choice? Yeah, definitely. Cool. That's really interesting. Yeah. yeah. How about who else? It's got a dream job. Yeah. I've always wanted to be a musician ever since last year when I got given a guitar by my parents on my birthday. Written a couple of songs already, so. Wow. All right, who else has got a who else has got a dream job? Do they want to share? <laughs> Come on, guys. What? No one here knows what they want to do. Anyone? What kind of stuff are you interested in? What do you do in your spare time? Fiddle with electronics. Fiddle with electronics. Would you get into a career doing electronics or? Don't know. Still figuring it out, but having fun at the moment. Okay. How yeah, are you, bro? What's your dream job? Well, what, what dreams jobs 
are possible maybe for you at the moment? A uh, mechanic or a shooter. Yeah. One of them too. Would you, is your family an influence in that or an uncle or how did you get that interest? Uh, my dad's just always been into that stuff, so I sort of like that too. Seen a recurring pattern here, Michael. Yeah. Notice that people discover their interests based on uh, what their parents do or things they learn from their parents or experiences they have growing up. Hmm. So we've had like maybe nearly half the people here say, I want to, I'm kind of interested in what my dad's interested in or my family. Is anyone the opposite? I do not want to do what my family do. I was. I yeah. mean, I am, yeah, for sure. Argue. Yeah. <laughs> say that again. Argue. About what? Everything. Name three oh, things. That's, that's what your parents do, is it? Money, food, and alcohol. I think we, <laughs> me- I think we meant more career-wise what they do. But- <laughs> no, I mean, like, yeah, I've got to clarify more. With, <laughs> like, who doesn't want to do the same type of career as their family? Michael, you want to share yours first? Sure. Well, um, my, uh, my mum's a nurse and a teacher, and um, I think that's impressive, but those things don't interest me at all. I mean, I was real smart in school, and I was told that I could be a doctor if I wanted, but I did not. What? So I would have been bad at it anyway. Cause... Oh. Why didn't you want to be a doctor if you knew you could be good at it? Because I think there are more factors than that when you're committing to something for the rest of your life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well. Like, you may be good at something, but does that mean you owe it to the world to do that thing? Or should you look after yourself first because for example if I were to be a doctor I mean a lot of people feel pressure to do what their parents do and that's a big thing with um, being a doctor because that's considered such an accomplishment so if I were in that situation and I studied to become a doctor I wouldn't be as good at it as I could be because I wouldn't be passionate about it Mm. and I'd probably go home and be like I wish I had like followed what I really wanted to do Mm. but that's like something you spend a long time when you're this age figuring out what you want to do. i got friends my age, and I'm 28, who are changing their mind just now about what they want to do. That's right, yeah. What do you really want to do? Um, right. Yeah. I'm a comedian. Yeah. He does, Michael does stand-up. Oh, that's annoying. Do you know, <laughs> like, imagine this, right? Sing a song right now. Hey, can you, can you change my wheels? Yeah. <laughs> for, just for fun, just to show off. Just to show, like, yeah. I don't know. It's I like just, asking someone who works at McDonald's to, like, Flip you a burger. You work at Macca's. Oh, can you make me a burger <laughs> now? Like, that's what it's like. Yeah. No, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna tell you a joke for free on the podcast. Oh my goodness, we'd have to start charging. I know. Podcast. <laughs> He's got a dollar. I am pretty cheap. Yeah. No. I mean, there are lots of things that I I want to do. Um, but I'm generally the difference between me and my parents is I am a creative type, mm. and they're not. They're more academic, which is fine because you want to do what you want to do, right? I actually um, read that uh, you can master any skill in seven years. Have you heard that, Matt? Yeah, I've heard that. Which means that every seven years you can reinvent yourself if you want or at any point. It's never too late to start anything new if you figure out what you really want to do. Mm. Does anyone have any um, siblings or parents or anything who completely changed what they were doing with their lives suddenly? Yeah, my sister went off the rails and then all of a sudden she just sort of turned and she studied real hard and now she's a nurse at John Hunter Hospital and now she's in gynecology and that. So, yeah. Awesome. Good honour. That's awesome. My mum trains nurses. Maybe 
she even met her. Yeah, that's a good age. It's <laughs> a good age, good 26. Age. One of the best. <laughs> so here's a problem, guys, that I often see. In school, you go from like five or six years old, you finish 18. A lot of guys don't start thinking about what their options are until they're toward the end of their schooling um, journey, where they had all this time where they could have been experimenting or like trying new skills and seeing just kind of like having a box of uh, not to do's and to do's. And I really want to encourage you guys to do what some of these guys are doing and experiment, like try and um, find something to commit to. And that way you can have an experience to go off rather than like someone telling you what it's like from a secondhand story. So guys over here, because these boys talk a lot over here. Um, Which what, is good. What do you, this is great. What do you think... Um, makes a dream job what what it's not just money right would you guys agree that money doesn't just make a dream job a dream job just hang on to that thought these boys over here i want to i want to hear some thoughts would you agree with that that it's not all about money so what else would make someone happy what would make it a dream job for them that they get to do what they wanted to always do and that they dedicate their life to that yeah, that's a real big thing, just enjoying what you do. Another thing that um, people really appreciate in a job is uh, being challenged. Yeah. Because, you know, most careers you can keep learning about it as long as you do it and keep advancing and, and getting better at it. Even stuff like uh, music, you know, that's the epitome of something where you get better at it as you go along. I'll tell you a classic story. I was at a um, local cafe at Beaumont Street and they changed their whole menu from just your standard bacon and eggs for breakfast and all that to something that the um, owner had a real big passion about was organic foods and whole foods and stuff. And it's a massive risk for them because as a cafe, they have to be competitive to everyone else with menus. But he realized that his chef was getting paid a full-time wage his whole life just to cook bacon and eggs. His whole life. And he thought, this, in one sense, it's honorable because you have a job and you, people want that. You, you're kind of meeting a demand. But the sec, at the same time, like Michael was saying, where's the growth? Where's the challenge? Where's the stretch? You know, where's, that's very non-satisfying to that chef. So they took a massive leap of faith, in a sense, and they changed the whole menu. And it's gone really well. Yep. But sometimes as well, they don't even know how to cook that. They've got the, the trade in that, but they don't even know how to do it because they haven't done it before. Mm. Yeah, and that's there are a couple of things that can be going on there. One, there aren't good enough opportunities for the people involved, but also sometimes that's someone who's not in their dream job Yeah. and they just needed a job. And w now people with their dream jobs, as we've discovered, 13% of people apparently, they're very lucky. So we don't mean to suggest that you can walk out of school and get it, but knowing what you want is a great starting point. And a lot of those 87% are people who didn't know what they wanted, and so they just stepped into the first opportunity. And um, that doesn't always, that isn't always satisfying. Mm. Um, I have a question. Do you guys have electives yet, or do they start in like year? Yeah. You got electives yet? Oh, really? Okay. Well, okay, that was earlier than my school. Mm. So what, what are some of the electives that, that are available? Timber and building construction and that. Cool. Like past. Yeah. yeah, it's funny. I remember in school, everyone hated. 
everyone has subjects they hate, like science or maths or whatever, and they don't understand why they have to do them. Or geography. Yeah, geography. But I remember at that point, I didn't know what I wanted to do at all. And so that's something that's really important about studying everything is that when you figure out what you want, you know, you're not completely lost mm. and you get a taste for certain things. Yeah. So if I decided I wanted to get into carpentry and I didn't figure that out until I was like 20, I'd be like, thank goodness I, I did woodworking at school. And electives are a good way to um, start looking at what do I actually enjoy doing? Because you have to be at school, but when you have the choice of what you want to do, then you get to really think about what you want to learn, what is fun, stuff like that. Do you guys know what um, electives you're, you'll be doing when you get into the uh, later years? Anyone looking forward to anything in particular? Yeah, woodwork. Yeah, That's the same. You, you like uh, working with your hands and stuff, yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. Typical. Typical boys. And then that, that's come from probably your your dad's very handy as well, isn't he? So that's that's really you've been really fortunate to be born into a family that had an opportunity for you to kind of go to the workshops even and even be be part of projects. Would you agree? Yeah, no, I can help dad as well, like my sponsors and that, and so I get to go in there and help in different things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you look like you've got about thirty sponsors. <laughs> the shirt I bought. Hey boys, would you like to? Um, I'm not gonna actually. I'm not gonna ask you that. I'm just gonna tell you <laughs> that there's there's actually a really helpful guide to help discover a holistic um, idea of figuring out what you want in life. It's really simple. And the Code of Kings really. We try and teach this anywhere we go with this type of topic. Do you know what GPS stands for usually? Matt, is it Global Positioning Satellite? I think so, Michael. <laughs> you think so? <laughs> you didn't even know for sure. Is that why you're asking? You just need to know. No, I want to know if these boys knew. If, do you know what a GPS does? What's a GPS do, bro? Exactly what it is. Not just that. What else does it do? It guides you to where you want to go, to your location. So, yes, exactly. So if no one knew how to get to Glendale High School and they lived, like, in Sydney because they don't know the local area, what would they do? Use a GPS or a nav man. Yeah, so what would they type in? The location that they want to go. The location they want to go. So the first step is... Well, you could just even type in Glendale School if they didn't even know the school, but... The GPS will take you to a, will give you like three routes, right? Is that true? Most. Yeah, two, three. If not more. Yeah. Like, yeah. And some are faster than others, right? Some are slower. Mm. Depend on traffic or what you want to go past. Mm. Yeah. And you can always change them and mix them up around if you want to. What if you take a wrong turn? What if you make a mistake? It shows you another route that you can go to. So making a mistake is not the end of the world when you're trying to get to where you want to go. You see the analogy I'm trying to make here is that so often people, like Michael was saying before, people don't know what they want. So they're almost like a car. They get into their car in their late teens and go, hmm, I've nowhere to go. (laughs) I don't know where to go. And it'd be silly to have a car and not have anywhere to go with it. It would be, right? So it's important to have a map, to have a plan, to have like not only know where you want to go, but know what options there are to get there. And if you know you're going to make a mistake, which we will, 
it's not the end of the world because you can reroute from where you've where you've made that mistake. But the acronym we're going to use today is called GPV instead of GPS. G stands for gifts. It stands for locating instead of locating where you're going, it's locating what you've got. So, Michael, would you lead us through something with how would we find our gifts in life? What are some questions that could help us find that out? Um, <clears throat> well, uh, you could say, what have I done well in at school? What subjects? Mm-hmm. Um, what have I set out to achieve and successfully done? Mm-hmm. What, what am I complimented on? Things like that are ways to figure out what your skills are. Mm. Would you guys say, do you know what different personalities are? What the different t- types of personalities are? Like some people are quiet, some people are really outgoing, some people are kind of a balance of both. What would we call them? Do you know the words? Quiet. <laughs> extrovert. Have you heard of extrovert or introvert before? These girls haven't heard of that before. Oh, basically an extrovert, I mean, it's pretty complex. Yeah, I've it is. I've heard a lot of different explanations, but basically extrovert is someone who uh, enjoys um, socializing with other people and going to parties and is more outgoing. And they get their energy from hanging out with other people. And an introvert is someone who prefers alone time and they recharge by being on their own. Mm. And they, they aren't, you know, as much of a party animal. And those two personality types, what Matt's saying is um, they're made for different, uh, different jobs a lot of the time. Yeah. Like who would say they're an extrovert? They get really recharged by hanging with people. They don't get drained by hanging with people. Yep. Hands up if you're an introvert. You're a bit of both? Hands up, you're a bit of both. Yeah, I think a psychologist I spoke to, she said that the in-between is called an omnivert. Omnivert, that's cute. That's very cute. Omnivert. <laughs> and... It sounds like a Pokemon. I know. <laughs> it does sound like a Pokemon. Uh, do topi- you wanna, topical humour. Do you want to... Um, Ekin stands for? Like, do you know how they... Snake backwards. Snake backwards, yeah. That's so lazy. How about... Um, is it Abra? Or the evolved version? Arbok. Arbok. What's that backwards? Cobra. Cobra, yeah. It's like, you clever. What are we teaching him? <laughs> sort of Off topic. <laughs> so, guys, the first step to finding what you want, you've got to look at what you're good at. What, what, what are your strengths? Like, and that's a really hard thing to, to figure out by yourself. I think you need people to give you feedback. Oh man, you're a really good mechanic. Oh man, you're a really good singer. He's not there, but oh, you're really good at you're really good at maths, or you're really good at that. Or just on the, the introvert extrovert thing, maybe let's give a couple of examples of careers that each would would mm. go towards. So, if you wanted to get into customer service, or if you were applying for a customer service job, which of those two things do you think would would come in handy more, introvert or extrovert? Extrovert, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Can you think of a job that would be good for an introvert? Telstra. No. Mm, depends on what level, I told you. Wait, you're, you're thinking of extroverts still. Okay. I'm talking about introverts now, the people who, who work more, better on their right. own. Yeah. What kind of job would be good for someone like that? Working at a fast food place, like in the back cooking. Yeah. Yeah. A librarian. Sorry? A librarian. A librarian, yeah. Because you have to be quite. That's yeah. a really good. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, because you'd be spending most of your time with one person, but you'd also be talking to people for them. Yeah, but I mean, this 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 is good because this is exactly the kind of stuff you think about 
when you're looking at, you know, what type of person you are and, and what type of job, you know, will be, will be suited to you. You kind of hash this stuff out. I think a good job for an introvert would be, um, say, a journalist. Mm. Or comedian. Or comedian. Or comedian. I guess I do spend a lot of time on my own. <laughs> I think... <laughs> you said salesman before. Takes a lot of guts to sell stuff. Like I, I took a whole bunch of. Um, so an extrovert, I think you could be um, an. Ext- it should be an extrovert with most sales things because, for example, if I took you guys to the local footy ground on a night's game and we were raising money for a charity and I gave you a tin box and you had to collect money, um, people avoid you. <laughs> mm. They avoid you. They don't. They see you with the box and you're like. Exactly, Which but is is what's going on. Yeah. yeah, but you're there for a good cause. You're trying to raise money for a certain charity that's going to help a lot of people. But they see you as a greasy salesman who wants who wants their money. When so, I see those people, I always think how brave they are, and I think of myself as an extrovert. And I get up in front of crowds and like I'm like, I hope these people like think I'm funny, don't hate me. But I could not do that. Like it takes a certain personality type to be able to like go up to people and be like, hey, can I just talk to you for a minute? Yeah. No, couldn't do it. They might like doing that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they might and that's it. basically yeah, the conversation we're having here. So other people might like that, or something else, to, what, they might start like something different. So it's one person's driven to do that, and another, thing, another person's driven to do another thing. Exactly, and that's why there are so many jobs. Yeah, and that's why you've got to be so careful, and you've got to know your personality. Because who, who's here, who here has like, seen someone do really, something really good, like they're a footy player or they've achieved success, and you're like, man, that looks so good. You, you're attracted and you're kind of tempted to see, become that even. Is that hands up if that, you've seen yeah. anyone like that? I have. Like the Olympics even right now are on, and you, you see some guys and you're like, man, he's... Sorry? Someone behind us. Spooky. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's creepy. Yeah, um, you see some Olympians and you're like... <laughs> I thought you were saying there's someone just standing at the door looking through the window. And I'm like, what? You want to fight? But you see some Olympians and you're like, man, they're so buff. They're so fit. They've achieved gold. They've got through all their country's rankings and even beat everyone in the world. And part of me goes, oh, man, I want to be that. But... Maybe it's not a personality thing, but maybe I just... thats I don't know if I'm willing to do what they... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what you're going to be careful of, is like sometimes we can be seduced by someone else's success or t- talents and be like, oh yeah, I could do that. But you've got to look at your gifts. You've got to look at a few things before you kind of go, oh yeah, I'm going to do that like them. Um, so gifts. So what would you say your gifts are? This is a really tough one. And this is not boasting. And this is not being, um, you know, like, look, people struggle to talk about themselves nicely. Why? Because they don't want anyone to know, like, if they do have a bad side of them. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if you say you're good at something, then you feel like you set up those expectations sometimes. Yeah. But, um, <clears throat> which is hard. <laughs> it's a hard thing to navigate sometimes. But look, is anyone... Does anyone want to talk about a skill they have or that they're developing? Something they're learning? Yeah. <laughs> you have superpowers. I do, do we want to hear about them or not? Powers. No, okay. Let's <laughs> shake your head. Every time... 
every time they make a joke to someone next to them, uh, like, probably don't chase it up because it's usually filthy. Yeah. As you know it, man. <laughs> All right. The worst, you know, I'm just I kidding. want you, this is, this is like a group um, activity. You can't avoid it. Um, you need to name three things that you're working on or you're good at. So like um, even about yourself. So good at or would like to be good at. Yeah, good at or you'd like to be good at. Starting with this brother over here. Take it, Mike, over. So I'm just going to say three things I'm good at. Like, or, yeah. working. or working at, yeah. Good at playing footy. Awesome. Um, half all right at riding motorbikes. Yeah. And uh, bodyboarding. Getting good at that. Nice. Nice. See, so good. You know three things off the bat. So you're, you're an active person. Yeah. Yeah, so y- you think you'll end up doing something active or outdoorsy? Maybe. Yeah. Well, it's an idea at least. Yeah, Which is half idea. the point of this. Mm-hmm. Some of yours? Yeah, I'm good at motocross. I race motocross. Um, BMX. Uh, like Daniel Mountain Wagon. Um, uh, mm, I don't know. Footy. Good at footy. Well... And maybe you're forgetting the big one. Fitting? Oh, yeah, I'm all right. I do a lot of fitness and that, so... No, like the, 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 the thing you want to do. You want to be a fitter, right? We got that on tape! <laughs> That's all good. That, that was cute, thanks. That was a beautiful moment <laughs> that we'll forever have. <laughs> you, really, you really forgot the main thing there, didn't you? <laughs> You're really good at coughing, yeah. <laughs> um, I'd like to be good at motorbikes. I'd like to be good at uh, fitting and being a mechanic. And <laughs> He's still laughing at himself, don't mind him. He just smacked his knee on the table too, which is That's awesome. That's good karma, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> How about you, man? What's some stuff that you're interested in? Um, baseball. Yeah. <coughs> Electronics, yeah. I guess. And woodwork, I guess. Cool, that's great. How are you, bro? Uh, Saints Row 3 and 4 and Batman Arkham Knight. That's literally it. Gaming. Well, hey, that's, you know, playtesting is a job. <clears throat> where people get paid to find bugs in video games. Would you ever be interested in um, working on a video game, like making one? No, probably not. You start no? playing them? Testing it, yeah. Like do. do you like, um, so do you like skill stuff, like solving puzzles, that kind of thing? Yeah, well, I mean, problem solving is in a lot of jobs, you know. You might not know yet, but you may see that a lot of things you like about video games are in certain jobs or skills. Mm. I did. Yeah, that's what I like about video games. It's like pretty much your problem solving. You're getting, if you're sticking to a game that's got a mission and stuff, you've got to get through it. Yeah. There's challenges you've got to overcome and you've got to use your wits about you. That's cool. (laughs) How about you, man? Good, um... Singer, yeah. Actually, no. Wait. Things I want to work on: being a singer, video game maker. um, Nice. Fun job. Playing games. Hmm. That's three things. I mean, that's great. That's and getting a decent job. (laughs) That's the diving board right there. what stuff you might be into, yeah. <clears throat> that's good. So that's gifts, right? That's, that's pretty difficult if you haven't thought about that. Like, what am I good at? What's my personality? Um, 
because that's a good that's kind of looking at yourself with gifts it's like having a, a power that you then have like if I'm interested in construction and my mind understands how things are put together then you might not be limited just to mechanics man you could just do mechanics you could do fitting and stuff you boys there's the whole field of engineering there too you could you could see so many things and see how things work and how things are put together that's not just limited to the profession but the yeah, ideas behind whole, it there's there are whole fields yeah as well yeah in a world where the whole economy thing i really haven't been hit by the economy because i run my own business that much but for i think it's hit the the average australian with job opportunities right so like the economy state right now has been pretty bad and i think one of the major prop hurdles is finding a job because and what you're interested in so maybe be open-minded guys with your interests and, and looking for other opportunities that still meet that um meet your need like if you're an engineer you might not have many jobs that are available in that field but there might be other things that you could find that has that skill set yeah see the truth is in this country at the moment there are more people looking for jobs than there are jobs mm. so you know we don't want to guarantee anything but it's such a good starting point to know what you want and what you want to work on because then even when you don't have the work you have direction because when i when i left school i didn't know what i wanted to do and i just like wasted a year of my life it just totally bummed me out because i wasn't used to like not being told exactly what to do when i was at school you know it's not like you have to make big decisions about your own life you just go to school every week then when the time came i wasn't ready and i didn't know what i wanted and i just thought oh is this what life like is this what life's like this sucks so it's really you know it's really important i think to to figure out what drives you even if you can't get straight there even if it's not as accessible as you want it's such a good it's so good to have a focus in your life and mm. so that was a really important thing when i figured that out yeah my dad always said to me cuz i'm a musician by trade he said um lots of people will tell you son that um you can't learn earn mu- money in music and you need a backup plan and stuff and he said you've got to think that your music is as is multifaceted you can do lots with it you can't don't just get fixated on being a rock star get fixated on if you've got to earn money tutor tutor on the side that way you're still earning money yeah and um doing using your skills and talents rather than going to get so you feel accomplished that you've helped someone else out as well as earning the money so yeah, you've exactly. Kind of, you've met both needs, your your needs and someone else's needs. But he, he tried to teach me as a young boy at your age, son, go for your dreams, but don't just get fixated on the most glorious level. Like, get fixated on there are so many, like, streams that you could be achieving in with music. You could be recording artists. You could be um, playing um, functions and stuff as well, and, and that's what happened. That's just with one avenue. So the second thing, guys, is so we've got gifts, and P stands for passion. It stands for what do you care about? What things move you? What things drive you? Like Michael kind of mentioned before. Mm, so we did have a bit of overlap there when we were talking about skills, things we wanted to be good at. Because mm. video games is a, is a passion. Yeah. You know, um, but uh, also your passions might be, you know, the the issues that you care about. Like you might really want to help the poor or something like that 
that's another thing that can help drive you towards what you want to do for for a career. Yeah. That, that, that alone can be it. Like, if your main driving force is that you want to help the poor, there are jobs that you can be happy to do and go straight into. That would totally stuff. change the location where you live. Like, I've got a friend who wanted to be a doctor. He had the smarts to be a doctor, so his gift was, like, science in his mind and extroverted. But then his passion was third world countries. So that changed his complete, like, direction with he attached his doctor gift with a cause that took him overseas and he studied for that kind of thing. And there were so many things, opportunities over there. But if you just had gifts, you can sometimes get stuck. Um, and it's not bad. It's just maybe you live your life a little bit unfulfilled if you've got passions in your life. But he thought, maybe if I didn't discover my passion, I'd just be working at a local um, kind of GP like giving prescriptions to influenza and colds and stuff, which is totally respectable. But I would have died in the inside a bit knowing that I wanted to help third world countries. So there's a long way of saying um, if you discover your gifts and you discover your passions, you marry them together, that can just really give you a better idea of where you want to go. Um, so do you guys have any – what do you guys care about about the world right now? And sometimes anger is a good like, like uh, anger is a hint. Like you see something that really bothers you, even in school, and you're like, "Man, someone should do something about that." Yeah, like you know, things things like bullying that don't feel worldwide. Yeah. Things you know, what gets you worked up? Anyone? Anger can be a good indicator here. People picking on special people have got um, what, challenges in life. People picking on them. That's a frustrates me. Wow. Yeah, that's a that's a big thing. That's awesome. Yeah. So that can um, <clears throat> that can absolutely influence you know what you choose to do with your skills. Mm. Who else? What else ticks you off even about some things at your school or in the world? They could be a really big hint of what you're passionate about, what you really could drive you. Even you if you, I mean, you might not be aware of it now, but things that you think are really important that aren't being funded enough by the government, like if you're really passionate about like healthcare stuff mm. and it's not being funded enough, you might find that you want to get into that field so that you can do it for people, you know, affordably. Mm. But again, that's something that, you know, you that's a journey that you um that you go along is discovering that stuff. I wasn't very politically minded when I was your age at all. Yeah. I think what draws us a lot um, for me, in particular, being adopted and having a split family and going through house to house, and that kind of put a passion in me to want to help anyone that's going through the same type of thing. And that happens to be a lot of people with their families and all that. It's probably so, no coincidence that you ended up doing this. Yeah, I think stuff. that's honestly why we do what we do. It's not money, it's not. We don't, it's absolutely not money. It's absolutely not money. Like, shivers, we're not here because of that. It's because we've, we married our gifts with our passion. What'd you say? Yeah. 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 Like if, if you're all about money, then you'd be, you become... In ter- if you're all about money and you can get that money, congratulations, you're like one in a million. Because not many people are that lucky. Yeah, exactly. That's why that's not a good motivation, you know. 
there as there are good motivations, there are also bad motivations, and the bad motivations are the ones that fall away after time. Yeah, I think money's not evil or money's not bad in itself, but it's what we do with it that makes us um, appear to be like you said, up yourself or whatever. Like our, some people, our relationship with money, our attitudes towards it. Does it have us or do we have it? You know, like are we mm. selfish mm. or selfless with it? Mm. Oh. Yeah, but you've got that much money in that, but sometimes you want something else than just money all the time. Well, you've got that much money coming in, you don't know what to do with it. That means that that goes towards like drugs and that as well, and then, yeah, other things. That's why someone like Leonardo DiCaprio, who's obviously rich enough to retire, he starts, you know, doing documentaries Anyway, yeah, we're going to have to wrap it up there. We'll, we'll um, continue it next, next week because we're going to have next week as well, so we're not going to have a gap. But you guys are awesome, and thanks for opening up and trying each hard to think about these questions because it's going to be tough. Thanks for listening to the Code of Kings podcast. We'll see you again next week. We really want to encourage you to share this online and personally to any friends, family members and students that you feel would benefit from it. If you go to our website, greenroom.net.au and click on the Life tab, you'll see Code of Kings podcast. We want to hear your questions, suggest some topics for us to discuss and give us your feedback about how it's helped you and your friends. Follow us on Instagram at the Code of Kings and hashtag us in your ventures of bravery, moments of discovery, and you'll see us posting helpful things up on there. We hope you've enjoyed today's episode. We'll see you next time.